Welcome back to another edition of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack, joined on the other end by Taylor Mack. Um, so we were actually going to do an interview today. We're going to actually push it to next week. It'll be with Trung Tran. Uh, he is the CEO and co-founder of Amplio. So definitely check them out. Uh, but like I said, we'll, we'll have that interview for you next week. Um, so we'll just kind of we'll do a little rap and we'll talk uh, Hawks F one. Wait, get a wait but, but what is what is Amplio? Amplio, you got to give them a teaser. You can't just tell them Amplio. Then they're like, I don't even know what Amplio is to come back and listen. What is it? That's why I told them to go to it. But Amplio is a AI and wellness platform uh, that essentially helps employers to get the best out of their their talent um a lot of times you know you we've all been through this within covid right and or i should say especially within covid and trying to figure out ways to maximize um maximize your productivity and amplio is able uh to measure that able to give you the best best ways in which you can help your talent to stay away from some of the you know stagnant ways in which you can get overused or overburnt or or just feeling like you're you're out of energy at work. Uh, so really cool platform. Really excited uh, to talk to um, to talk to Trung about about what they are building and what they're doing over at Amplio. So we'll hit. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll talk. We got the Hawks playoff game, so we'll talk that a little bit. I got a rant. Um, that I kind of want to get out about if they do beat the Cavs, uh, getting it uh, to play the Heat. Talk a little F1, kind of crazy right now with the resale market, everything going on with the Miami GP and everything at the start of the season, and then two platforms. So we'll start here with our hometown team, the Hawks. Um, it's interesting, right? Because you know, my friends been blowing me up, like group chats. Everyone's talking about like, well, the Hawks, you know, underachieved this year. They weren't as good. We should have expected this. It's an Atlanta team, like yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, the Hawks are probably where, not where they should be. They probably should be a five or six seed, right, within the East this year. But with everything that happened, John Collins has been out. Clint Capella had a ton of injuries. Uh, Bogey was out. COVID ravaged this team. I mean, they were never healthy, right? And you saw, now the Hornets don't play defense, but you saw when they are at full speed, when Trey is conducting and playing in the win, he didn't even shoot well the other night. The Hawks are a really, really formidable team. Jared Allen is playing tonight. I do think that the Cavs, I think the Hawks are going to beat the Cavs. And so I actually think, now I'm not saying that they're going to beat the Heat, but I do think, the Hawks match up pretty well against a first round matchup against the heat. Right. And here's my question to you, Taylor. Hit me with Is it. there someone on the heat team? Mm -hmm. Five, uh, five point game, less than four minutes left in the game. Is mm -hmm. there somebody, is there's anybody on the heat that you trust down the stretch? Yeah. There's one person. There's one goat on that team that I would turn to when the clock is running down and you're like, who's going to get me a bucket? And I'm looking for Haslam. You're going UD. UD, UD, the 13th man coming U off the bench. Udonis Haslam. Yes, that's I'm turning to the veteran because I can't trust Lowry. I can't trust Butler. Who else? I can't. I can't. Oh, wait, Bam is out anyways. No, he's not. Uh, he's back. Bam is back. Bam's back. I can't trust Bam, but I will say Bam runs better than Capella. So that would be the only uh, question mark there. So would you want to throw a smaller body of a runner with DeAndre Hunter? 
Um, I just like DeAndre Hunter's wings. His, you forget how how big of a wingspan DeAndre Hunter has, even though he is shorter in height and um, you know not as big in stature. But no, I, I mean obviously it would either go to Butler or Lowry, and uh, I think they're a cohesive unit. And then obviously they got Timmy Turner shooting from three, but for some reason when it comes to playoff basketball, Timmy Turner does not show up. And um, we already know on the uh, for the offensive side of the ball for the Hawks where it's going. Are you for, are, you, who, who, are you calling Tyler Hero Timmy Turner? No, I'm not calling Tyler Hero. Does he look like? No, he doesn't look like Timmy Turner. Other dude looks like Timmy Turner. Who, Duncan Robinson? Yeah. Oh. He looks exactly like Timmy Turner. I thought you were going to get that right. I think he's lost his spot, though. Like, Max Struess is going to play over him because he's more athletic. Possibly. I mean, he can he can stroke the ball when he's hot. Like, Bubble bubble, bubble Robinson, bu- Bubble Hero were fire two years But Tyler ago. Hero came back this year. I actually think – He's been playing well. <sighs> My thing is like the I, I I actually do think the Hawks match up pretty well against them. They run a lot of their offense, especially early in the game, below the free throw line. So to your point, DeAndre Hunter becomes such a big component because of his ability to switch and play different multiple positions on the defensive side. If John Collins is back too, I mean it, it changes everything, right? Our athleticism on the wings is way. I mean it's it's different than I think what most teams have, right? I mean. Her- Herder 6'7", Bogey 6'7". I mean, the shortest guy really on the floor at most times, obviously, is Trey, right? Mm-hmm. He's the biggest liability defensively. And listen, if if Lowry or Butler wants to post him up all the time, like, so be it, right? I'll, I'll take them shooting a 12 to 16-footer and see if they go down. So I, I, it's interesting. We'll see. Again, I think a lot of it hinges on the fact if John Collins comes back, if he's healthy – I think the Hawks actually have a chance. If he's not, it changes because Gallo, you know, you Gallo starting and playing 30 minutes against the Heat, they're going to – now you have two defensive liabilities out there with Trey and Gallo. Right. And that becomes, I think, an issue with the way that the Heat play, the way that they move the ball, their pick and rolls. Um, it, it becomes a little bit more difficult. But I like it. I, I Like I said, if the Hawks win tonight against the Cavs, um, I, I actually really do like their chances here in the first round. Yeah, but the first thing they got to do is just win here. So we can't overlook any opponent and look to the future. Got to take care of business. Of course, but I mean, you know, you know, got to take care know, of business. Got to take, got to take care of business. It's the Cavs. I do like Darius Garland. Though. I think he's really good. No, the Cavs are, have been playing good basketball, and um, it's a it's a unit that has come together more so yeah. than you've seen in the past, and they've gotten over the LeBron spell, you know, of tearing down the team and you have to rebuild basically from scratch. So I think Cleveland is in a good spot and I think it's going to be a, a, a hard nosed gritty game. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I quickly wanted to hit, we've been, you know, we're, we're from a racing family, if you will. Dad grew up next to Darlington motor speedway. So like NASCAR was kind of into it. And then you started getting into F1 Probably what four or five years ago, um, me a few years ago. So it's it's interesting. I wanted to talk. I mean, you you probably know more about it right now, but like, what is going on with the Miami GP? Why are the tickets going crazy? Is it just the fact that the rate, like obviously the drive uh, to success, um, drive to survive uh, series, drive to survive? Excuse me on um, on Netflix, right? Is it is it the popularity? Like, what's going on right now to where the tickets are that crazy for the Miami GP? Well, 
this is where a poor man can feel like he's rich. You can't go to Monte Carlo and spend money because you ain't got it. There's some things in life that people can't do and from a from a financial standpoint, but getting to Miami, being able to partake in the festivities of F1, whether if you're international, give you an excuse to come to the USA and also Miami's beautiful. You can go to South Beach, enjoy yourself, grab yourself a Cubano, grab yourself a nice Cuban sandwich and you enjoy yourself while you're down there in Miami. And then on top of that, you have everybody else. This is the next premier race outside of Austin. Obviously, Las Vegas is coming. And so with this being kind of the test to see what the the U.S. market is going to do to respond to a sexy place to be, everybody wants to come. And Drive to Survive obviously has propelled F1 into a, an a lane that you have Roger the likes of Roger Goodell from the NFL now testing the waters and meeting with and uh, Netflix execs to possibly do a in an own you know drive to survive NFL type series instead of doing hard knocks or or uh, you know replacing or um you know coinciding at the same time with hard knocks so what that series has done is brought the casual fan into the sport but what doesn't make sense though is Prices are, are astronomical and you can go check them yourself. Like I checked the pre-release, you know, when you sign up for that for the three day weekend, it was at 2,600. Let me put that in comparison. IndyCar is a ticket you could buy the day of for grandstand was one was $90. Sorry. No, it was 120. Sorry. 120, for a grandstand ticket. And you're looking at minimum $800 for a grandstand ticket. So it's just a, a complete different level. You got to pay for those Pirelli tickets, all that, the air travel for parts. But um, I think with just the secondary market and the buzz, people are just taking advantage of folks because it's uh, you don't want to buy a ticket on the secondary market. Try and get that thing as close to retail space value as you can because it is it is you take out a loan season to go to a, a race. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I I mean, t- I I I am shocked that the tickets are this high right to your point i mean it's a great it's a great comparison right for if you're in america i mean the you know going over to one you know australia or or you know you, you reference like the monte carlo race right like this is our chance to go and and kind of have fun be a little bougie all this type of stuff but to see it jump in the way that it's jumped it's been uh it's been pretty wild um what do I mean, you think mm-hmm. uh, like with my kind of like novice understanding a little bit have you been surprised with how with the failures of the Red Bull team here to start the season? Or do you feel like that team is where their technology is, where their investment is right now? Well, that's the thing that I love about F1. And if what you if people, if you don't know how the technology works with these teams, you're collecting, you know, it is literally collecting data at the edge. And when you, what all the edge is, is just the, the numbers that you're report that are being reported from the car lap time fuel usage uh where you're you know where you're getting at in corners and where you can you know incur you know be quicker at here or there and all that's being pumped back through an algorithm and generated to show you what that would look like you know through a lifespan of a race and what the best strategy can come from that and so these teams are doing this on the fly and it's amazing for what you know all that goes into that just to see it um what what these computers and um you know and what the tech is doing to improve the f uh, to improve f1 and so with mercedes versus red bull red bull has a car uh they they gambled right on the engine they have the honda powered engine 
which I think they bought and is now called Red Bull Racing just fully. So they have the Honda powered engine and made the gamble right after years of testing to now be in the position to not have the, you know, porpoising effect. And that's downforce. It's pushing the car on straights, which Mercedes hasn't figured out. So Lewis is bumping up and down like a prairie dog going in and out of his hole. And uh, Red Bulls figured that out. So they have the speed, but the reliability isn't there. So is the issue going to, you know, persist across uh, the rest of the year with, um, with uh, issues of reliability, you know, like Horner said in a sassy way to Toto, basically in Mercedes, I'd rather be fast and fix a reliability issue than have a slow car that's reliable because you can't find pace. So it's, it adds to the drama. Lewis is ahead of Max in the rankings. Obviously Leclerc is number one overall on the table. And um, yeah, it, it, it adds for the drama, you know, who's salivating drive to survive. They're just queuing up the music, queuing up the slow-mo and the and the uh, fabricated drama of F1 for the next series that's going to come out, even though the ratings were down this past time. Well, it's tough because Australia race was, I mean, you had to watch it at like midnight. So, Yeah, 1 o'clock on this side. I think you had it at 11 or 10 on your side. Yeah, but, you know, it's, I mean, it's late. It's Saturday night. You know, people are out and about, you know. All that stuff. So yeah, but um, it's Saturday yeah. night in the city, never sleep. Whatever happened to that song? What happened to that guy? Who? What song? Sam, uh, Sam Smith. No, not Sam Smith. Sam Hunt. Saturday night. That's just popped in my head. No, he's still out there. I don't. I'm not a big uh, country guy, but that was a good house song. party. It's good gonna song. be a house party. No, don't sing, please. Don't do that to folks. Just go to the next next story. Next story. <laughs> Uh, I was. I felt like that. I felt like that was okay, actually. No. Um, two platforms that we want to we want to hit today. So the first one is Trace. Trace is a sports video technology company that creates personalized highlights of youth athletes. Uh, they just raised forty seven million dollars in a Series C round that was led by Pelion Venture Partners. Uh, the raise will go to expanding their staff and integrating into baseball and softball verticals. What I love about this is you are able to subscribe to their you know cloud-based platform but then as a as a as a parent right i thought about mm-hmm. our dad growing up our dad you know went out and he had this whole like video system he had a camera and then he had like the the old school like rca uh, um video camera uh to be able to record everything and he was set up on a little tripod now you can just go out get the uh, get the components from Trace, be able to set this up, and it automates. It's going to track your kid the whole time, and then it's going to generate the highlights for you, so you don't have to do anything. It's so mm-hmm. crazy where we are getting to with technology. But think about this for the youth perspective. I mean, there's, you know, even if your kid isn't going to go to college or pro, to be able to do this, I think is is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see. Uh, sharing the screen right there. I'm interested to see how this how this evolves. Uh, obviously, they're trying to get into baseball and softball a little bit different from a tracking perspective. They've already figured it out for soccer, but I'm excited to see what they do for baseball and softball. What do you think about this one? I love the technology, but I'm very worried about our referees for the future. They're already getting punched in the face. Seen the seen a post of a softball referee. She got punched in the face by some parent. I saw. An AAU basketball game, ref getting hemmed up by three, 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 uh, uh, by three, by three kids. 
Well, it's been, it's um, been crazy the last kids. like month or so, right? Like, I mean, listen, it's uh, people out there, right? If somebody is refereeing a youth sport game, one, they either love the sport. They, they legitimately love whatever they are doing at that time. Mm-hmm. The other side of that is like that person might want to get an extra paycheck for the week, right? They might want to, you know, they don't want to do, you know, there's different ways of making a little extra cash these days, Uber, all that type of stuff. But like, well, they want to referee, right? What if that's the little extra cash that they want to put in their pocket, right? They, I promise you, those people are not out for your kid, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are just, they are there trying to enjoy their time, get in, get out, right? So people taking stuff personally is like, it's insane. Like also, (laughs) if you, if you feel like your kid getting out or like having a bad call against him is going to change something like within their life, then I think you may need to reevaluate the way that you're probably parenting that kid. So it's just, I mean, listen, man, like these people out here, like don't need to be like harassed and punched and like what, what it's been crazy. These stories over the last like 30, 45 days here. Yeah. And, you know, you have a technology like Trace, which is exactly what's needed so that you can package some highlights, get things better for your kids so that you can, you know, send that out to colleges or which is actually crazy right now is, you know, packages up, send this other to other high schools so that you can transfer and show that, you know, my kid isn't getting play t- playing time over here, but look at where the potential could be. And I, which I still think is kind of crazy. But sometimes you have to, sometimes there's situations where the, yeah, you, you do need to move, but then other you have like kids saying I'm entering the transfer portal and you're in the ninth grade. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. How, no, that's a whole nother conversation. But what this is doing though, is creating um, hopefully in a, a good, hopefully it doesn't create a negative environment, put it this way. Hope it doesn't create a negative environment. Like you're saying for the, the referees, because now you're putting more pressure on these reps to, uh, and these coaches too, that are volunteering their time put my kid in blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I, I do all this. Cause now you're trying to live vicariously and, and put your pressures and expectations onto the coach, onto the kid when, you know, maybe it's like you're saying, it ain't your lane for your kid. If the highlights come, then they come. But that's my only concern is this will continue to, to ramp up violence out in these uh, AAU and extracurricular sports streets. But it's a good, it's a great technology. I feel like I didn't talk enough about it because I think it's great um, packaging up the highlights and helping helping you go and, and do all that. But I just see the the dark cloud that's looming over that's just that's rolling over the hills that might be coming. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's a really cool technology. Like I said, um, definitely check it out. Check out Trace on uh, the video sports technology and what they're doing. If you're a parent, you've got a kid in youth sports, definitely want to check that out uh, to be able to automate highlights. And, and to your point, Taylor, I mean that content is king right so the more content that you can have the the better right so mm-hmm. uh, always great to be able to kind of package i mean i wish i had that i wish i had some stuff there's some plays i made when i was a kid that i wish i could see i wish oh, i could gosh. i wish i could visually show you, you oh know? gosh oh gosh i'm just just being real, just being real. oh gosh somebody going down memory lane like he was good i'm sorry i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen Okay. Uh, the last one we got for you today is TAP. That's spelled with three Ps. It's a New York-based sports technology company focused on developing viewing and betting access to live and archive sporting events. Um, they just raised $10 million in a Series B round. The round was led by Accomplice and Varen's Capital. Um, I think I, I just want to highlight this one quickly because obviously baseball's 
tapping and, and, and getting going here. Um, it's interesting because I think betting for baseball is to me kind of similar with golf, right? It, there's, there's a digestible and betting moment really every, every play, right? Because you can mm-hmm. guess the pitch, you could guess if they're going to make contacts, if they're going to take it, like whatever. Um, and, and tap, obviously not trying to use a play on words, but is tapping into that aspect and also trying to give you some different second screen um, of viewing options, which I think is really cool. So um, are, are you someone Taylor that I know you're not a huge betting person, but like, it has baseball betting ever, ever appealed to you or view, or is that something you've always kind of stayed away from? Haven't stayed away from it on purpose. It just hasn't appealed. You know, it's, uh, I think it's tough. Cause most people like you look at it and it's like, it's similar to hockey in my opinion, where it's like, will they score six and a half runs? You're like, uh, may- I mean, maybe, <laughs> you know, like it's so different right. than like a score of like, when they put a, you know, the over under at, you know, 47, it's the chiefs against the bucks. You're like, yeah, oh, Pat Mahomes and Brady are going to score over 47 points. Right. Mm-hmm. Or same thing in a basketball game. Like you can, feels like you can theorize that baseball is so hit or miss with like, is a pitcher on today is a pitcher nod, you know, are guys in a bad funk swinging. Like it's just, it feels right. different where like, you know, people are going to score in other sports. Right. And you know how you get that back. Cause you knew there was one period where you knew that, Oh, Six and a half? Oh, yeah, that's that's easy. Steroid era. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and allegedly Barry. I'm not going to throw Barry. Allegedly Barry. I mean, the crazy thing is from that time. You knew knew runs were going to be scored. But we actually score more. We Baseball scores more runs now. Yeah, because the ball's juiced. Everybody knows that. I also think guys, like, just only – they only try to hit bombs, right? Not only, right? They're incentivized – for OPS and slugging, right? So you're you're not trying to like beat the shift or bunt or do different things. Now some teams are starting to to kind of go against that, right? I'd say the Giants, maybe the Cardinals are some some teams that are trying to counteract some of that stuff. But yeah, I think it's just different, right? Um well the shift technically is illegal now. No, it's not next year. Oh, I thought it was this year. Oh, that's stupid. So they're gonna leave a so we're gonna everybody's gonna leave third base wide open for Freddie Freeman still. Yeah, you could still shift this year. I think it's like I forget exactly like how you can shift, but uh, next year it is like fully banned. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, you're you're I'm with you on the points here, Megan. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I haven't. Have you watched any baseball this year? Have you like tapped in? Uh, I'm actually going to a minor league game uh, today. Post Sox. Triple A, you know, Woo Sox. Oh, they're called, the, they're called formerly, formerly Paw Sox. Uh, same thing. Same thing. So uh, the number two prospect in the draft hit a 477 yard home uh, yard home yard. Run. It's feet. 70 foot. Sorry. 477 foot home run uh, two nights ago, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's what Mike Trout did yesterday, uh, but that, that is ridiculous. So I don't think the ball has landed yet i always say that and i also think when they measure those it's like completely wrong but that's that's just my thing there it's my hill um well that was the last one for us for today uh we appreciate it hopefully 
the next time we talk, we'll uh, be interviewing, uh, like I said, Trunk Tran of Amplio, and hopefully the Hawks will have beaten the Cavs, and they'll be playing the Heat in the first round of the playoffs. So we appreciate it. Continue to rate, listen, and subscribe. Uh, you can find myself uh, at Steemac. You can find Taylor at uh, TaylorMac29 on Twitter and uh, Instagram. So thanks. We'll see you on the next edition of Sports Second Land Talk.